0: This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Good. Hi. Welcome to my basement, everybody. <laughs> hey. Our first one Wait. through Twitch. Oh, yes. That's Our right. on Twitch one. right now. This
1: Welcome. Is amazing.
0: Very cool. Well,
1: yeah, it is very cool. Yes. I'm digging it. Uh, yeah. I would like to... Oh. I don't know. I feel like everyone already knows Josh.
0: Yes. Oh. Oh, right. I have to press the uh, the play button on the other camera for Josh. Okay. Jo- I'm gonna, so I'm can gonna you do, do that? that right now? Yeah. Yes. Here we Josh go. is. For the record button. Bam. I think this is
1: live.
2: Josh is happening. Hi. Yeah. Hi, everybody on live stream. <laughs>
1: yeah, you All right, so Josh look, is here. Hi. Hi, Josh. Well, okay, so we... This week we're
0: using a combo of uh, Twitch for our main podcast, but we uh also have Josh on the live stream because we couldn't figure out how to do both at the same time.
1: We'll get it one day. Yes. We'll get it one day, everyone. We still
0: have to ship shows and we have to do all of the other things that we normally do to television stations every day. We're not just
1: picking our noses. We're doing things. Yes, we are. But you were away last week, so we didn't have a chat sesh. No. So I've missed you. Let's talk about things that have happened. I'm just kidding. We've already talked. We can talk some more. (laughs) Uh,
0: I was in Los Angeles last week, and we did a, a an audio only podcast because yep. that's all that we could figure out. Josh set me up with equipment, and I uh, went down there, plugged it in, sort of worked. Uh, <laughs> it worked, worked.
1: I listened. It, it was it good. Su-
0: sounded pretty good. Yeah. I, I was pretty impressed. But we worked. <laughs> I worked with uh, Steve Tilley and Ben Silverman, and those were two awesome fellows. I and, love those guys, and they love you too, and they uh, they love our whole team. And that what is did, one of the. Uh, what did
1: they say about me?
0: Uh, they think you're kicking ass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, honestly, you've been thrown <laughs> into kidding. the into the fire pit, the wolves. Whatever other kind of analogy I can They're come up with. And okay. you've been rocking right from oh, day thanks. one. Yeah. High five.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Yes, you're my Amiga. That
1: was a really weak high five <laughs> for me, I'm sorry. That's
0: all right. But uh, yeah, I had fun with those guys. We saw some stuff. We saw Arkham's uh, yeah. Night um, which they released the uh, gameplay teaser this week a little uh-huh. trailer of and people have been flipping out yeah uh which they should be because it's absolutely well you've
1: been really losing your mind over this thing but well, okay let's go
0: it's because we can put our whole heart our whole faith our whole expectation into this product you know this is a game that really signifies the future of the medium mm-hmm. and uh handles the character and handles the uh mythology better than you know what we're seeing anywhere else okay you know and it's we get to be Batman we get to be the Batman we get to be and
1: Batman. you get to drive the Batman. we get to drive the Batmobile and that is very significant
0: it's incredible I I got a chance to uh, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say but I, oh. I tried it I was driving the car popping out of the car getting into fights controlling the car remote control uh, outside of an area using weapons in the Batmobile to take out things that I needed to and then zipping back and forth between the car and the and the man and uh, I kicked some ass. The demo <laughs> I, guy that would watch me play is like...
3: You're, you're Batman. Pr- you're
0: pretty good. You're pretty good at this. But he didn't know that I had just installed all of the uh, Arkham games onto the PC that I'd taken home. And right. i had just been playing all of them the night before. But so you've was- been
1: crushing Batman a lot. Because we even played Cold Cold Heart DLC. And you're... Yeah. Okay, so I was playing it in Fix Office. Yes. And he was watching me play. And clearly I wasn't doing a very good job. <laughs> so he, he's like, wait... Can, can I? Can I do it? Can, can I do it? I had, he kept I jumping had, in. Yeah.
0: I had these hands. Can I? Can I? Can I just? So, so can the, I just try? So the can thing I, is, that, I show you?
1: is that you want to be Batman? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I want to be Batman. Got it. Go into my tool belt. I have so many tools there. You yeah. have so many tools to choose from. Yes. When you're Batman. Yeah. So you're Batman, and you got to play Batman uh, while you were in LA for a little while. Yeah. Uh, what other things can you probably well, not talk about, but you should totally talk
0: about now? I guess I can mention. I guess I can mention evolve because there's. Uh, yes. uh, I mean they've had a they've had a little bit of a showing of evolve 2K, out yeah. there. Yeah, 2K. It's great. You know, this is Turtle Rock. The guys that brought us Left for Dead. What I've played so far, and I haven't played a, a whole ton. But we were swearing at each other, you know, and and cursing and and chasing the monster oh. and uh, throwing off all kinds of great weapons and and. Uh, Oh, I want to say stuff, but oh, I can't say I stuff. Oh, I want you but, it, so but it's, uh, it, it was But it was really nice. It was a really, really cool experience. And, and the one thing that I think about with those types of games mm-hmm. is the coordination it takes. Because it's a total multiplayer deal, right? It lives and dies. I'm not going to say dies, because you're going to be able to make new friends. But if you have three or four friends that you are going to play that game with,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to have a great time. Okay. You're going to have a great time.
1: Uh, but that—that's only a couple of games now that you're mentioning. Uh, I saw I Drive
0: like Club. You're... I saw—I can't talk about these things, but I saw Drive Club. I saw The Order, and there's a little bit of gameplay stuff that's starting to happen right now. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the Order 1886 is trending right now on Twitter.
0: Yeah, as it should be.
1: That's amazing. Yeah,
0: there's, there's stuff uh, happening around the gameplay, reveal around that game. And uh, Ready at Dawn, I'll say this, Ready at Dawn is ready for next gen, mm. you know? There's a studio there that has been kicking butt for a very long time, working with some of the best products, or I keep saying products. Stop me if I say product. What, so, how'd you
1: get that in your head from watching <laughs> the Disney, Disney Infinity? thing? I, I swear that Disney
0: Infinity <laughs> You've been saying press it since you watched that. Terrible. Well, they've been working with some of the best properties, you know, Kratos and God of War mm-hmm. and uh, they've worked with uh, uh, yeah, they did the Okami Thing for uh, for Wii. yeah remember that yes I do I mean, remember amazing. that so that they've, the they've been, been able to dip their hands mm-hmm. in, in the, the beautiful paint that this medium has to offer but they've been working on this as their first you know original owned IP yeah I guess Sony might own it now but they've been working on this baby for a very long time and it shows it's it's very it's got a very cool sheen to it and I can't wait to have the finished deal in my basement.
1: So it's sparkly. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to know what the boys, I know you guys discussed it last week. Yeah. But what it, I mean, these guys have been in it for a long time. Steve Tilley and Ben Silverman have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Just like you. So yep. I'm just wondering if they, do they look like they're burnt out? Do they, do they want to keep going? What are, what uh, are they, no, what's th- their deal?
0: I think, um, I'll tell you this. I've been, I've been railing against uh, free to play mm-hmm. for a long time here. Um, and I did see some free to play stuff. And I had a lot of conversations with other journalists that, are, uh, that were out at some of these events with me last week about Free to Play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get asked a lot on Twitter about Free to Play. People want to know what my thoughts are. And well, they, you don't like it. They suggest, and generally I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And one of the thoughts that I have about Free to Play is that it devalues um, the ability to complain about a game, which mm-hmm. I think is a very important part of getting better uh, quality stuff. Out the door Yes. because you can't really say that free game was garbage because, because it, it was, was free. free yeah. You know, so even though you've spent tons of time on it, and you may feel crappy about yourself um, yeah. be- because you, you feel like you just wasted time on it. It's it was yeah, free because it
1: was free. I know. Yeah,
0: and so that that bothers me, but then you know things like Unreal looping in the community to help build a marketplace based Mm -hmm. around the commitments and the things that they're building up in there I think that's pretty cool and there are so many developers out there now that have the tool sets and the ability to build stuff and build a new business in Mm -hmm. this space that there are some okay games that are coming out
1: there are okay games. You're right about that. I just feel like I, I can't believe there are so many big name titles that are starting to gravitate toward free, free to, to play. play.
0: Yeah. Like, well, and big big name publishers too. You're going to start to see uh, some of the traditionalists, um, you know, release titles that are going to surprise you in this space. And we saw a couple of them. But the thing that Ben really brought up and, and he is mentioning, and we're probably going to end up talking about it in our rocket Reagan Awards at the end of the year is yeah. hearthstone
3: mm-hmm. is
0: a free game. He hasn't spent any money on it, but he can't stop playing it. Yeah. I haven't I clicked on it once to start going into it. yeah, but I didn't have Wi-Fi where I was.
1: Oh and you okay,
0: always online. Uh, well, that's the thing that with...
1: Yeah, you need good data plans yeah. for our mobile devices yeah. if you want to play these games, because a lot of them you need to connect.
0: But that, I mean, he he is going to champion that game as one of our Game of the Year contenders, and that's a free-to-play Spoiler!
1: Game. Ben well, Silverman's going to mention it. Okay, well, now we know.
0: Mostly because he that's what he's been playing the most of. So yeah. anyways, we had that discussion about free-to-play. Uh-huh, but... And,
1: okay, I, what about Steve, though? You yeah. didn't say anything about Steve. Um.
0: Well... The other thing that we we brought up too is this um, this movement to indie and it taking over the uh, the the sort of middle the midline space mm-hmm. in games. You know, like the uh, everybody's swinging for the fences with the with the triple A titles, whether they're on PS4, Xbox One, or PC, or even the, the Wii U right now. Uh-huh. They have to sell multiple millions of units in order to be meaningful to these companies. Yep and they're not really so some of those choices are going to become increasingly less risky Mm -hmm. for things that these publishers are going to invest in and so the indie guys even though a lot of the games have a kind of a similar kind of look to them or a similar kind of graphic polish or there's a lot of 2D things and there's limited 3D stuff we're not seeing indie titles that really kind of
1: blow the budget
0: well they just don't have a hundreds of artists like Assassin's Creed 4, you know, mm-hmm. they just don't have, they don't have that team size. I know. But they are free to innovate. And so we are seeing some pretty cool concepts some pretty cool game design. Everybody's buzzing about Transistor. I haven't played that I game I know.
1: Yet. That's also another thing trending right now on Twitter, which is amazing. Which That's is so great. fantastic. I can't wait to play that game. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, me neither. Why not do that? Me neither. But at the same time a lot of these guys that have these big teams and big studios and resources and yeah. things like that at their disposal they won't be able to make they just don't have the money now because the the industry and the economy has changed so much in the industry yeah so one of the games that we brought up and and uh, all of us got a forlorn look on was psychonauts that well first ah. of all midway made that and they're gone But they had team scale so that they could build something like that, which was a 3D action adventure game with a tie. You know, like there was a lot of work in something like that. Maybe we'll get something of that scale from an indie in a couple of years. But we're kind of like building that section of the business up again, you know. And that was something to kind of really clue into.
1: So, what would you say? How would you use this in an analogy? Can you make the big AAA titles that uh, one percent of the world, and these indie guys are what would you say, peasants, or are they really middle class? Oh. Who's the peasants? Who are the peasants? <laughs> are we the peasants?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't. I, you know, I don't know. I like. I'm. I'm starting to kind of, which is good because it was bumming me out. You know, yeah. These changes were bumming me out, but now I'm starting to think that okay, I guess. It's inevitable that this yeah. stuff is happening. The economy and the way the games get distributed. I mean, look at look at what we're doing right now. We're streaming over a, a gaming streaming service. Yes, all of this stuff is free and available to anybody to to be able to share this kind of content and information. I heard from publishers at these events last week that they are uh, using Twitch to reveal information about things for the first time to people, and and that is growing and accelerating like crazy. Right. We're living in a totally different world than the last generation of consoles. I know, and it's taken me a, a lot. I mean, and I, I've been thinking about this. I've been really trying to wrap my brain around where some of these changes are. And I'll tell you this: if we yeah. didn't play, you know, games like the like The Wolf Among Us and and uh, uh, Monument. Uh, or Uncanny Valley? What Not was
1: the... Okay, yeah, Monument Valley. Monument
0: Valley. Uh-huh. If, you know, if we didn't play some of these games on iPad and, and if Transistor wasn't bubbling, if if there wasn't that happening, uh-huh. if it was all a move to uh, match three type games or everybody right, was then you'd trying be really to upset. chase the Hearthstone, or if that was the case, mm-hmm. you know, if every indie was just trying to make Angry Birds money, then I'd be going crazy. Right. And I felt that I think when Flappy Bird was so big and King was getting all of the love for Candy Crush. Oh
1: god, I know.
0: Right? So last year I was like eh. And, you
1: were so, yeah.
0: And it felt like there wasn't enough sort of cool stuff bubbling up for these new machines. Now I feel better. So you feel I just want good. the world to know
1: <laughs> I had a good week away
0: in Los Angeles. It was good sunshine, but also he, good he electronic radiation. Discovered some new drugs mm, that yeah. calmed
1: him down a little bit. Okay, on the free to play. Okay, <laughs> they're passing them I'm, out.
0: I'm calming. I'm trying to trying to see yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel. I'll, we'll see how I feel at the end of uh, E3. Um, but I think certainly, be okay. Batman makes me feel really damn good about the world.
1: Uh there are uh, many things that make you feel very good about the world, particularly the things that we got to see this week.
0: Yeah, geez. Uh well And
3: play.
1: And play, yeah. but uh, I don't even
3: we First talk, before
1: uh, before we get into that, yeah. I just want to point out my Saskatoon mug. Whoa. Because that is that right. Is where so I'm from. You have
0: uh we should have the, we should have mug of the week.
1: Okay, mug we ha- of the week. We have
0: video. We might as well do mug of
1: the week. Uh, but I, I want this a, to be my mug every week because I, have I love Saskatoon.
0: A Sony, because I got to visit the guys that made the. Oops, oh. I'm spilling water. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Sony Imageworks water bottle. They gave me one oh, of these cool. things. They did the Spider-Man effect Yes, they did. Right here in our hometown of Vancouver, which was pretty very, cool. Yeah, very talented. This, I'm using it for the first day. I'm spilling it already. Oh, okay, good. Myself. As long but as I am drinking more you know water. how to use it.
1: Um, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Saskatoon, that is where I'm from. I went there this weekend because it nice. was a long weekend in Canada. Oh, yes. So I went to see my fam... And my best friend, I met her baby for the first time. It was very sweet. I ate a lot. Um, my mom really knows how to cook.
0: And first time you've been back since you moved since out I've here. Since I moved here, yeah. It
1: was my first, Sask- uh, first Vancouver to Saskatoon trip. Very so cool. So that was very interesting. Yes, and Saskatoon is stepping up their game. They've changed the airport now. Is Saskatoon terminal. watching There's- right now? I hope so. I want to give them a shout out. Shout out to Saskatoon <laughs> and my Saskies. There are some good games uh, coming out of Saskatoon. Well
0: I, I you know what?
1: Mostly from Noodle Cake, yeah.
0: Flappy golf.
1: Flappy golf.
0: Free game. Noodle cake, you, you noodle made Cake. A good game. <laughs> I, I wanted to hate this game. I didn't want anything to do with anything flappy, but everybody's raving it's it's probably their biggest success. I downloaded the thing really cool those
1: guys know what they're doing it's a they're good incredibly a good smart game
0: it's got the great soundtrack the eight-bit kind of chiptune type deal mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you just flap the golf ball into to these magic you know holes making it all sound dirty but the, <laughs> <ufomism>. <laughs> you, you just flap the golf ball <laughs>
1: into magic holes a
0: magic hole but it was uh happen. yeah i was surprised Where to go noodle cake those guys could do no wrong
1: just more pride yeah from Saskatoon yeah, I- yeah just love this
0: it This episode brought to you by Saskatoon,
1: Saskatoon. Did you know that tourism. Saskatoon shines and that is the Saskatoon Tourism oh, really? sign It's Saskatoon shines It's so. fun to
0: say Saskatoon too it's It, it also never is the city old. of
1: Bridges. Also, uh, Playboy Magazine did a study and they found there was like a top 10 list of most attractive women. If you meet the most attractive women in the world, you can do that in Saskatoon at the University of Saskatchewan.
0: Is that where you went?
1: uh, No, I didn't go there. So whatever, Playboy Magazine. I don't even care about you at all. It's fine. Uh, I feel like Josh has something before we... Get into, into the Mario
0: Kart x Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spoilers. We have some questions. Oh, I don't cool. Know how, I don't know how... Yeah. Welcome to people that are watching us on Twitch. And yes. also, the audio podcast listeners, the diehards that have been with us since we have just been an audio podcast. We love you so much. Yeah. That was me. Thank I you. listened. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So,
2: Mike Work asks... Um, is Marissa Roberto has the same angry temper
0: as Tommy Tellerico?
1: <laughs> no. Pretty much. <laughs>
0: what? It, it's the it's the Italian thing. It's that fire. You should see the minute the lights go off rage and swearing um,
1: okay actually that's true because i wow. josh can tell you i lost it a little bit last night. i got very mad at him last night hit me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I lost it. okay we play <laughs> we play in a softball team together and uh well look let me just break this down for you joshua it's a beer league so he's he was drinking I saw him drinking beer. New. Were you yeah, getting hammered playing baseball? There's no getting hammered playing baseball. There's no beer drinking in baseball, but there totally is. Because Josh was drinking, and then he goes to the outfield, and there was somebody coming home, and I'm covering home, and I don't know where the heck he threw the ball. I have no idea. He threw it between basically the pitching mound and third base. I don't know what the hell. So I got really upset with him. <laughs>
0: We we need to start well, Josh, bringing a camera to the baseball no game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stefan has a GoPro that
0: he does, wears yeah. during the game. Holy crap. We should so, put that up on EPN. That's hilarious. Uh,
1: yeah, so he Josh just stopped me, looked at me from the outfield with his doe eyes, he's just like he couldn't believe I was yelling at him. That's but I, awesome. I I need to chirp my team because I'm I'm seeing it all go down, right? So I need to tell people what to do. And when they don't listen to me, I get very upset.
0: Well, she you know what? Marissa's actually pretty uh she's absolutely a team player. And it was her idea to make this baseball thing happen in Vancouver, which was awesome, which was great that we got that off the ground. Yeah,
1: and Alyssa but Alyssa is the best team captain ever. She's Another lovely lady. That but works to answer
0: that that question truthfully, um, Marissa has an awesome attitude. Oh, and a, and she's super fun to work with. And you <laughs> know there a, there is a tremendous amount of stuff that we have to do in a week. Yeah, and uh, she just has been rolling with it. So so far so good. We'll see We'll see uh, what
1: happens next week. We'll, we'll check
0: back in, uh, in a couple basin. weeks. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Josh, we'll okay, I have uh, yeah. a black eye. Um,
2: Thiefs panner asked. Uh, this year, I get to go to uh, E3. I couldn't ah, be more excited. Wow. As, awesome. as an E3 expert, what's one piece of advice you would give to make my experience smoother?
0: Oh, man. I'm,
1: uh, I'm going to let you think about this while I Okay, sure. It, because okay. Victor Lucas has been there for quite a This will be my 20th years. one. Yes, yes. So I didn't yeah. want to say it, but he did. Okay. So that's fine. Uh, this will only be my second year. Mm-hmm. But something that really helps and really helped me last year because I planned ahead was packing my own snacks. Those were so key because there's nowhere to eat and, and there is, well, they have trucks there, but their lineups are crazy and you have appointments to make and you don't have time to wait in these lines and, and eat the, lunch. Like, it's you crap mean, food. It's crap food. You have yep. a lot of things to see.
0: Drink a ton of water.
1: Just, yeah, you got to have exactly, water is so important. Also gum, also deodorant, there, you should bring some of those things if you feel like you're, you know, yourself getting musty, because that happens.
0: I, the other thing to think about when you're going is you don't have enough time to play everything, so right. I have an, a, kind of a checklist on release dates, and uh, you want to hit the sweet spot. You don't want to be playing games that are so far out that they're playing like crap. Yeah. You want to play games, and you don't want to play games that are going to be out the next month. You know, don't waste your time on that. Don't waste it. Wait in a line and, and watch other people play for Nick, a while. No, because you're
1: going to get it soon. Don't worry. Yes.
0: So hit the sweet spot. Stuff that's coming out in the fall that's looking really good and mm-hmm. looks really fun. You're going to have to wait in some lines for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth it. And then the other thing, I don't know why you're going. I don't know if it's a uh, it's for it's career or what. But just go and shake hands with people. Be yeah. very, very, you know, courteous and, and upfront and make friends and you know talk to people the the thing about the video game business is that it's the most inviting media business that exists and the the people involved in making games are always open to fans of games and meeting with them and talking with them and mm-hmm. it, it's a it is an absolute joy to work in this medium
3: absolutely yeah. and we
0: work with movie people and we work with you know and it's all cool yeah of course but there is different attitudes and you, you know there are different pressures for the other uh, the, you know the TV things that we cover and the movie things that we cover. Right. In games people are approachable accessible and they're just as big a fan of this stuff as you are so go and make a ton of friends that's what e3 is about yeah
1: for the most part there's some people that are not very nice but it's okay yeah i mean that happens everywhere yeah for the most part the gaming industry has been incredibly welcoming and um just yeah very sweet in general and i'm a lady and that's pretty good to say that, that right? might be part of the reason I'm, why oh yeah picture lucas that's
0: okay. What <laughs> no, the? the people in the video game industry are incredibly, <laughs> incredibly open. He's actually
2: what? going to show Lego Ninja. Ninjago. Yep, that's where he's going to go oh, show. Right on. With awesome. With uh, cool. Z Flower.
0: With Zoe. Oh, cool. Holy crap! That's Zoe. amazing. Awesome.
1: Hiya. That's fantastic. So the
0: That's the local game company that uh, Chris Mayer runs. That's kick-ass. That's awesome. Ninjago! So that's Hellbent, I think, yes? That's
1: going to be the Shout new... Out for Hellbent. That's going to be the, uh, the new Lego movie, actually. Yes. They're going to make a Ninjago movie, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't enjoy uh, the iOS version of the Ninjago game forever ago. It's been almost four years now. These like guys years. just finished up the Lego but,
0: Friends game that oh, was okay. targeted to girls and great oh, okay. success with that. Yeah. And now they're part of the whole T.T. Warner Brothers family. So they're oh, th- this very is a cool. huge... Uh, cool opportunity for them. And Ninjago is, obviously, it's a, it's a Lego-held property. Yes. So they're going to want to push that out there in a big wow, way. so very congrats, cool. Okay, you guys. so
1: maybe we'll see you on the show floor.
0: Yep. Okay, I got one more question. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Uh,
2: Phil Japan asked, one second, I'm just trying to find it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm new to fatherhood with a little girl. Any Aww. tips to get my girl uh, early into awesomeness, which is Batman and Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think Vic's been trying. He's been trying to get her to say, what is it? Yeah.
0: Where's the detonator? Yeah. <laughs> she said it the other day. Did she? Yeah, That's awesome. yeah. My, Ruby, my my daughter, said it, and she put on the voice and everything. And
3: That's awesome.
0: Mar- Marcy's, my wife, started to shoot uh, some footage of it, and it, it's it, it is incredible. <laughs> Where is the detonator? <laughs> Um,
1: so. Yeah,
0: I think, uh, yeah, just t- make it playful and fun. And, uh, you know, Ruby sees all my action figures and stuff. And, and, uh, but she, she
1: can't touch them, though. No. Can she? No.
0: No. no. She'll come back with <laughs> no. uh, one less finger. No. No. <laughs>
1: but,
0: <laughs> no, no. She sees all the stuff and she asks. She's over two now, so she's starting to really communicate a lot. And she asks who everybody is. And then now she knows everybody. She knows right. it's Hulk. Yeah. And Spider Man, yeah, and Superman, you know. So it's, you know, if you're really a true blue with all this stuff, they're gonna soak all that up, and, and they're gonna decide whether they want that or not. But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, just show them you, just okay. show them you. They'll pick that up. It's amazing. It's incredible. Oh,
1: congratulations on the little girl, though. Yeah, absolutely, they're the best. Oh, so sweet. Okay, we need to stop this though. X Men. Because
0: we need to talk about Days X-Men. of Future Past.
1: Yeah yeah you want to talk about that right yes, now I do. because that movie was amazing
0: it was crazy we saw it with the whole group of yeah. uh EPNers, which was yeah awesome. and
1: you introduced the movie which is really cool yeah, and was then fun, yeah. um uh how do we even begin this okay look can we spoil things because well our, our review is that no
0: it's that it comes out today so we will not spoil anything oh <laughs> but it's a time travel movie Everybody yes. knows that, mm-hmm. and it stars all of the X people that we've known from First Class and the X Men trilogy that Singer put Not together. all, a big chunk, a large lots chunk, of, lots of cameos, and I don't think we should mention cameos. But
1: great, so we can't talk about anything then. Well, Let's no, move but on. we can
0: talk about the the challenge that it would be to, and and the thing that we were talking today about yeah, Avengers to about- having that same level of. Difficulty to interweave and bring all of these storylines and characters into the thing.
1: We can definitely talk about time travel Mm -hmm. because uh, Sean Hatton and I got into a little argument... But yeah i am because we have i love okay so we're still working mm-hmm. <laughs> we have we have google chat on constantly at work so he's pinging me like he's sending me messages like you like the movie what do you like the movie he's getting really upset and he's he said he didn't like it and here's why it's all about the time paradox yeah okay so he's he's saying that um if wolverine goes back in time that uh, his, are you gonna what
0: careful spoilers
1: what does yeah. pe- do people not know that it's wolverine the whole time
0: uh, I mean just from images and stuff you know like there's not a whole bunch of stuff out there but
1: uh, well just forget it I'm out
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we
0: just we have to tread carefully but okay
1: fine we,
0: Sean Hatton's wrong okay. first of all so we can say that that's not a spoiler alert he's wrong I didn't wrong. finish
1: his thought but okay yeah.
0: <laughs> but we all all of us I think walked out of the theater with thumbs up yeah very excited very animated very happy and Think about all the ways that this could have gone wrong. Think about Wolverine Origins, the first one. Mm -hmm. Most of, well, I'd say a quarter of the the Wolverine movie was pretty cheeseball and lame. Yeah. And X-Men Last Stand was pretty lame in a lot of places, too. Mm -hmm. And Singer hasn't had a whole bunch of, you know, knock it out of the park hits since X2, I think. So
1: I don't really want to talk about him, though.
0: No, because of the <laughs> we can't, allegations. But the can't, thing we
1: can't talk we can't about really, I mean, that's all.
0: No, they're all allegations. And I it, know. it is weird that that's all hanging out uh, over us as this movie is coming out. I know. But you know, what I, I, I want to let people know that you can forget all of that crap. You can forget all of your ex- expectations and your fears and your worries and just go in. And this was funny. It was, it was filled with amazing effects. And there
1: are so many Easter eggs for yes. people that love the X-Men mm-hmm. and know different characters and know, and just have read the comics, know certain characters and know different relationships that characters have with other characters. God, I can't spoil anything. This is so annoying. Yeah. Um, but I just I really enjoyed uh, the performances here. The performances are just absolutely amazing. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is outstanding. And, I mean, Hugh Jackman is always... Fantastic. This was
0: the strongest Wolverine performance he's given. This was he was oh, yeah. so in control and in command. He's amazing in the movie. and uh, just,
1: he is Wolverine. I can't believe I can't believe he didn't know this character before he jumped into it because he is Wolverine. Yeah. It's crazy. It's I like mean, a
0: Robert Downey kind of yes, thing, right? Like yeah, you can't Iron imagine somebody else in this movie. Not at all. I'm gonna
1: anymore. miss him dearly.
0: You know who else was surprising? I think his name is Clark Gregg. It was Quicksilver.
1: As Quicksilver, yeah.
0: That I think everybody saw the costume, saw the, the pictures, and he's done some kind of cheeseball commercial.
1: But, you know, now it's going to be disappointing because he's not, he's not the Quicksilver that's going to be in the new Avengers. I
0: know. This is all so, so dumb. We've got to figure this stuff out. Marvel just has to take control of... Casting across their movies. I know. It's, it's really dif- difficult for the. the uh,
1: but I, I want him to be Quicksilver all the time now. But
0: he's amazing in this movie. And he's it was okay. a really fantastic surprise. Just get out and see it. I'm really, yes. I really want people to comment and tell us what they thought of the film. We'll be, I'll be tweeting about it all weekend. It's, oh uh, yeah,
1: I, I want to see it again. Yeah, me I too. I want to see it again. I can't believe, how, I can't believe how much fun this movie was. We went to see Cap. When we went to see Cap, I could, I'm just like, no way. There's no way another movie's going to top this. And I feel like this movie does. Yeah. And I mean, just slightly because Cap was awesome too. But Cap
0: was incredible. And it, you know what? Even to have those two go head to head and think about both of those. Yeah. And to think about how much Spider-Man Two missed the mark. Next uh, to these guys, you I know? know, it's like they're—it's like a little kid's movie. But
1: they're the—I mean—the pieces were there in Spider-Man. It just—I don't know. I—I I feel it's fine. It's okay. I'm okay with it. I still enjoyed myself watching Spider-Man. But these movies just take the cake.
0: X-Men's great. There's so many great little layers and and you know side stories and in- interesting characters popping up and amazing. Even- uh, time period sort of yeah. uh, representation and ugh, we can't even so say good. when
1: they go, like what year they go back.
0: Yeah, we can't. 70s, any?
1: okay, so people know that. Yeah, I just because we see, can we see? We can't even just no. forget it. <laughs> I <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just see it. Wait. This is very difficult for me. Yeah, go you know, see the movie. You
0: know what? We could probably reveal some spoilers about Mario Kart.
1: Okay, let's do that. I guess because it's not out yet, so we can well, no, because guess what like everyone Daisy's yeah, back. So yeah, I'm gonna just cut knows her. What
0: Mario Kart is? There's really not not anything to spoil in the Mario Kart eight. It's no, it's fantastic.
1: It's so much fun,
0: and uh, you know, it's like an old friend, and it's like oh, you know, you're reconnecting with somebody old that you love. Yes, and, and you it feels do like a Moto gift Kart. from Nintendo. Nintendo always great at sort of um, packaging these things up. So well, they it's they a feel gift special. that you're paying for. Yeah,
1: um, you're going to pay for this, and I feel like you're, you you need it. You need it for your Wii U. Yeah. You need this game for your Wii U. That's yes. the only. I mean, this is the one thing I'm going to keep playing. Is it a
0: system seller? Do you think people will buy yes, this? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Do you, absolutely. People I don't think buy the they Wii should buy it.
0: anything right now, though. I don't think people should no, as good you should as this game is. Oh, wait. But they're
1: gonna—they're gonna get people though.
0: Oh, I know they will for sure. And there's the bundle and everything. I mean, there's there's some value stuff out there for sure. But as oh, yeah. good as it is, wait till E3 because some big announcements are going to be happening from Nintendo. Something uh, big.
1: Oh, I guess you. you no, you know, I didn't see anything. Oh, you didn't see anything. no. Okay. Just
0: more speculation and. Okay. They're they're very close knit. I mean, they keep everything close to their chest. They don't they don't reveal anything. But uh, as good as Mario Kart Eight is, I, it's
1: you feel like people should wait I just I feel totally. like the whole online thing with Mario Kart people want to get online and they want to play right away This people are dying for this game mm-hmm. and I feel so lucky that I got to play it before they, they've been teasing this game for such a long time and journalists have got to play this already Yeah, like weeks before And Nintendo doesn't oh, really they, ever do they, that
0: they let the reviews out I mean that's why yeah. we can talk about this no problem the, I know. Uh, uh, the graphics and the music are out of this world. We've never seen anything like this. And I, you know, I, know. I, I plucked, I popped in um, the Sega and All Stars Racing Transform game on the Wii U, which yeah. is the first place that I played that game on. Yeah. I love that game. It looks like crap on the Wii U compared to Mario Kart. It looks like uh, like a low resolution, uh, you, you know, Atari Lynx game compared to what uh, uh, what Mario Kart <laughs> looks like. I it don't does know, look the, fantastic. The magic sauce that they have there, and it, you know what it does is it underlines that there's plenty horsepower of in the Wii U to make gorgeous things. You know?
1: Uh, yeah. It looks fantastic. I'm definitely going to keep playing it as much as I can. I freaking love the replay value here and I love the fact that we can watch our highlights.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Because rad.
1: for some, I feel like this game knows me. I feel like, I don't know what it is. I and mean, it's sensing <laughs> me because I always play as Peach and I freaking can hate I, Daisy.
0: Can I mention my problems with it? Okay. Can I mention some? Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't really. I, depth, I don't okay. want a whole bunch of turtles to play as. I don't want to be a bunch of a whole Coopies. bunch of Koopas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see some of the other Nintendo franchises represented in the in the catalog of characters. Okay. I love the way the vehicle transforms. That that and and the sort of gameplay mechanics of the thing are incredible. I didn't
1: really get the hovering thing though. Why we need it, but continue.
0: I, I loved the way it was just so seamless and it was elegant and and beautifully, artfully represented. It and is, that's is, a nice augmentation to the familiar formula but mm-hmm. you know i would love to build more with this stuff i would love some of the customization options that we've had with uh, uh little big carding and mod nation I, I just feel like y- you see a big chunk of the game relatively quickly yes and i think my biggest problem with it as a single player experience listen it's it's amazing and you got to get it but The best stuff is the the first 16 tracks that you're going to go through, the Mm -hmm. new ones. Mm -hmm. And I wish that there were 24 awesome tracks, not 16 awesome tracks and then 16 retro tracks that are okay.
1: I don't mind any of that. I don't mind the 16 tracks. I I feel like I could play the same track over and over again, and I've always done that with Mario Kart. Yes. And it it doesn't matter because each time you play it, it's a different experience because of all the items that you collect, and because every, it just doesn't matter what, you can end up from the first the last two seconds with this game, and I and I love that. I love the power that Mario Kart has with kart racing. I mean, you don't have that experience really in anything else.
0: Well, you know, it's just good to have one of these uh, perpetually playable experiences on the Wii U. Yeah. It's not. It's not one of these things where you're just going to finish it, put the Wii U uh, gamepad back on its charger. And then never touch the machine again. I know.
1: You this guys is going be the one
0: that you're going to bring out when friends come over. I want to know
1: how everyone's going to be dusting off their Wii U and their gamepad. What do you use? Do you use a Swiffer cloth? <laughs> what do you... Do you have, like, some kind of duster? Do you have one of those... Um, what are those things called? Compression... Compre- like the air duster? Air compressor things? Yeah. I have those one are, of those. Those are really great. They're pretty cool. For our I electronics. Yeah, on the
0: though. Yeah,
1: I, on, I the, <laughs> on the Wii U, we need to dust that thing off. <laughs>
0: the dust is a character in my basement, though. That's part oh, of it. Not it's not healthy. He's my friend. Mm. I love the dust.
1: Should we be reading that stuff in? It's bad yeah. for you. Yeah. What do you. What do you have, Josh?
0: <laughs> got a, what, yeah, a yeah, Q? The, yeah, yeah, I got a question. Yeah.
2: Um, I had someone ask. I'm sorry, I don't remember who. Oh, it's okay. Uh, um, what do you guys feel about uh, paid card games or er, free to play oh, card games and uh oh, i'm sorry i'm gonna find the
0: question and pay, like buying cards and being better at the game yeah sort I of pay think. to win type thing
2: i think or here yeah free to play mm-hmm. card games in a paid game such as mad and pvc how do you feel mm. about that oh, sorry for that
0: uh oh so you so you're earning cards based on performance and then you can use those cards to enhance and you can also buy packs and all that stuff
1: well, that's how they're making money. Uh,
0: they are making money. It's very obvious that these are financial decisions and choices. Um, I think they're the side of an industry that is trying to figure out how to monetize in every way that they possibly can. I know. It it looks, you know, a little desperate. And it but it also feels a little necessary, I think, for the industry to kind of understand what the real model is. I mean, one of the things that I think has put us in this position of having to chase all of this stuff around is mm-hmm. that the $60 price point, and I've said this a billion times, is is, a, is a, such a limiting barrier to entry. It, it turned the gaming industry into this utter luxury. Mm-hmm. And you had to be somebody that had money to spend and burn or have a predilection for this, this video game content. And there's lots of us out there. Yeah. But you really had to be into it in order to make that worth your while you know mm. and you could say the same thing about a uh, sports seat or something like right. that right
1: well with madden especially i uh, i don't know you're you're saying that it looks desperate and i feel like it look also looks desperate for the gamer that pays for these extra player packs well, because you need them to win i just feel like if you put the work in you can get it done i understand you need to i don't know because there's things like world of tanks where i really like upgrading my tank yeah
0: so would you pay for that though
1: um, yeah. I'm not saying that I haven't. You wouldn't. Yeah, okay. Um, it, I don't know, it just makes, it, it just depends on your experience and what you want out of the game, really. Um, I just, it, it does help you move quicker. Yeah. And get deeper into the game.
0: I, I feel like if the industry had figured out a different pricing structure, and I know that everybody's really quick to boast that the uh, prices never went up, that's because they were outrageous. They, they were, were too always outrageous, yeah. Too expensive and, and uh, the way that the gaming industry, you know, pr- marketed games was that this was made by magic. There were elves out there <laughs> that figured out how to, you know, combine the interactive functionality, and, you know, and beautiful graphics and you could control them on your TV. There, yeah. there was so much Hocus Pocus stuff back then. And that's just not the case anymore. We know that it's manpower and and lots of long hours and, yep. and uh, you know a lot of really hard work and discipline. But it's the space has been carved out that makes it distinct from the other media because right. of that sixty dollar price point. Right. If, if we had movies, games, and books and music all side by side at around the same price, a lot of people would take the risk on games. You know, they would yeah. they would give it a shot. They would bring it into their into their Homes And I think the the long-term success of games, and we're seeing this with free-to-play, is in more people engaged in them. More right. people playing. There's w- way
1: more people... I'm sorry. The fact that my mother is playing video games mm-hmm. right now is crazy to me. It yeah. was crazy. Because yeah. we had video games growing up, and it was only me and my brother playing. Mm-hmm. All, like That was it. And the fact that she... Like she wouldn't even look twice. At we would play Mario Kart in the sixty four constantly. She wouldn't even look up at the game. She didn't care. Right. Right. But the fact that she is actually asking me about Game Zone, she's she has her iPad and she loves it. That's crazy. And I guess
0: that kind of you know answers why most of these free to play games are so thin and simple. Is because they're the first games for a lot of these people.
1: Yeah. You know, they're the first times that
0: these people are actually investing time in this game space. So they're true. It's like the old arcade days again in a way. Yeah, it's true. What? Just uh,
2: a note: We're on the front page of Twitch right now. Holy what? crap! Really? Yeah. Wow. so <laughs> I also had another question. If that's, uh, that's, hi. Amazing. that's amazing, can explain Twitch for some people that don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, uh, what what we're doing here for everybody that uh, is just is new to just
1: just this? Tuning yeah. In,
2: what what this actually is?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what are oh, we do? Oh, you want you uh, want us okay. to explain it? Uh, <laughs> we we host two television shows: EP Daily and Reviews on the Run. Uh-huh. For anybody that's new, that's uh, you know not up to speed on who we are, or what we do. Yep. Uh, electric Playground. Uh, Judgment Day. Those are a couple of brands that used to be part of the G4 network. If people are seeing me again and wondering where the hell did this guy go, <laughs> and I, he still makes things. He has the same things. look
1: though. He has the same look. <laughs> I've,
0: I've, we've been doing the same thing for a long time. Yeah. And uh, as part of what we've been, uh, you know, evolving into, we created this uh, EPN brand, which is sort of. Uh, uh, an overview brand of all of these different pieces that we put together. We started an audio podcast called Vic's Basement a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and in the last few months, we started video streaming and uh, we created a relationship with Twitch just this week and this is our inaugural kickoff first live stream Podcast that we're working in partnership with Twitch on right and, well, and well, and see where else we go
1: Okay, well, we cover everything on our television yes, shows we do. everything like yes. TVs movies video games new tech um, all of that on EP Daily and you can really watch that anywhere yeah. um, including Twitch now Yep. Right? Yeah. So, um, and then on reviews in the run, we are just off the cuff. We There's not a script involved. Nope. We just talk about the games that we've been consuming or the movies that we've just watched or um, television shows now as well. Yep. And uh, we and even tech, do gadget reviews. Yeah. Yep. So we do all that. It's just two people um, going back and forth and talking about how we feel about these things and giving them a score out of 10. Yes. Um, and we
0: have other colleagues and, and teams based yep. in uh, Toronto and San Francisco and Los Angeles and And uh, our co-host, Scott Jones, is...
1: uh, He's not here right now, but he will be here. He
0: will be returning soon. Uh, And, uh, yeah, that's what we do. And Vic's Basement is kind of our um, uh, off-the-cuff, no-holds-barred sort of summation of what's happened in our our very busy weeks.
1: And the only time you get to hear us unedited. Uh,
0: Yes, (laughs) unedited. We occasionally uh, drop some f bombs, although <laughs> I didn't even like really
1: PG today. We're,
0: we're on good behavior today I feel because it's all new, right? Your mom. Might I know be you're Oh, hi, mom. Yeah,
1: look, Saskatoon. Hey,
0: but we have something uh, very cool for uh, for toy break today. Oh,
1: toy break! Okay, yes. cool. Let's do it.
0: Uh, well, we got. The, oh, you're
1: uh, gonna unbox it?
0: I, I've already done that. Oh, okay. Nobody likes to watch <laughs> <No>. the long <laughs> unboxing. Nobody day. wants to see that. But we have the Watchdogs uh, Collector's Edition. Thank you, Ubisoft. Yeah. Very cool. We love when we get these things in. Um, we uh, What's the guy's name again?
1: Aiden Pierce.
0: You're Aiden Pierce. I've played a little bit of it. I could, I guess I can talk a little bit about it. It's uh, uh, big, and you do cool things, and you always have a phone Well, in we your were hand. supposed
1: to have this game a long time ago, and the yeah. fact that it's here now is very exciting, and yes. I'm very excited for the for Ubisoft in general.
0: Yeah, that's what this weekend is going to be devoted yeah. to. I've played a little bit of it and uh, have been enjoying myself very much. Uh, but uh-huh. part of the Watch Dogs Collector's Edition...
1: What is it?
0: You want to hold this? Okay. Talk about what you see there, because I haven't even looked through I, can, I, okay. I can't open it because
1: I'm holding my Saskatoon You're mug. Sure. Let me hold your Saskatoon okay. mug. Okay, don't All break right. it. My mom break. will be very upset. Okay. Right. What am I seeing here? This is an art book.
0: Say, yeah, RC Mario Kart.
1: Oh, cool! Beautiful, I love this kind of stuff.
0: Beautiful art, me too. Scott hates it.
1: Scott does hate Scott's it. Scott's not here. If you, he's watching, cringing F. right you now. Scott. No, <laughs> we love you, Scott. He's just, just not here right now. No, this is nice. I like this. Oh, you know what I love though about these books?
0: Yeah the smell of them okay
1: I'm right. sure I'm killing brain cells that I do care I will just sit and there, there's a tip things. for
0: uh, cologne manufacturers out there no book smell
1: no no I don't want that I want the actual <laughs> smell of the book like the the printing sure I, I like that smell. physical okay.
0: things objects that we yeah. used to leaf through I know it's such a weird idea now
1: whoa okay wait understand should I be showing this because yeah, oh
0: okay all right uh yeah, don't that's show it. And then you get you get the Aiden Pierce uh, set with uh, with the cool jacket that just uh, flows like a cape, and he's got his, uh, his turtleneck sweater. He looks so dope. He does, doesn't he?
1: <gasps> I the, love that. Ooh, I mean, he
0: nice He has so much stuff on him that screams criminal, though. I don't know. Well, like, yeah, if because you saw had, this guy walking down the street.
1: Okay, well, that's the thing, though, yeah, about Aiden, is that he had it. A troubled past, yes. he did some bad things, and so right now, like this game, he's basically atoning for his sins, yes, like he's trying to right all the wrongs that yeah, he did. He, in his he's life. a vigilante, he so was, sorts. uh, he was, yeah, kind of a thug,
0: but it's a great figure. There it is. Can you see that okay?
1: I don't know. But no. oh, look at the detail on the belt, though, just amazing hanging off detail. His coat. Yeah, I like amazing that.
0: amazing detail. looks really cool.
1: Oh, I didn't know you can move it.
0: You can move that. He's got his phone on him. He's always got his phone on in the thing. You can use the phone to hack into all kinds of stuff. Reminds me a little bit of Republique.
1: Republique, yes. Yeah, which
0: you can see on Josh Cam. If you're following along on Josh Cam, we've got a, a cool signed poster in from uh, Ryan Payton up there.
1: Uh, Republique is another.
2: Somebody asked, oh. did you uh, kickstart? or... Contribute to. Yes, I did. Yeah. That,
0: that's how I got that. And then when Ryan was up for EP Live, uh, I got that framed. And just as I was getting it framed, I got him to sign it. Now, there is one other thing, and I'm not putting it on, um, but it comes with the. Uh, is this? The, would you call this a bandana? The balaclava. Or Balaclava? It comes with the uh, Watch Dogs Balaclava. You want to put yeah. it on? Nope. There you go. I
1: got one of these, though. I have one. Oh, you already and have And I have one the
0: hat. Over. Okay. Well, I'll just show you. Well, now you I'm can not going to put it on. You can be a badass. You can go around and look completely. Um, innocent.
1: I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not going to be doing that. But, I mean, I guess in the wintertime in Saskatoon... saskatoon There it is. You can put these on. Look how many shout-outs you're getting today. I love that.
0: I, I hope there are people watching from... From Saskatoon? Uh, well, from Saskatoon, oh. but from... You know, somewhere in Europe or America, and they're hearing Saskatoon for the very first time, because it's, it? it's, it's a nice Saskatoon? Canadian city that you should come and visit at some point. It
1: is. They have lovely drinking water. <laughs> they do. That's where I'm from.
0: Okay. I, I do have more toys, but I guess no, the, we should not, wait that's for, enough. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, you have toys. It's fine. There right. will be many vix basements where I, you can show I, off all of your toys. I will we have more toys next time. We did not talk about Godzilla. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you want to. Well, I feel we should like
0: because Gareth Edwards is now the, the director just announced on the new Star Wars movie. And Gary right. Witta is uh, uh, he's a friend that, that I've known for a little while. I don't know him super, super well, but we've known each other because we've grown up in the in the gaming industry. He's, he used to write for PC Gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice guy. He's been on the show a few times. And he is now the new writer for the standalone Star Wars movie. Crazy, which it just blows my mind. You know, like we, uh, I I know a guy that's writing the Star Wars movie, <laughs> we, and he had a baby at the he same time. He has a time. giant
1: nerd <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's crazy. He, he had a baby girl around the same time that I did, and so we've cool. been dueling baby photos on Facebook. And uh, he, I'm so happy for him. You know, and it <laughs> it also. Proves that... Because he kind of left games journalism to go okay. off on this thing. He wrote comic books. He wrote The Book of Eli with Denzel Washington. That was his first big thing. Wow. Pretty great beginning in the, yeah. in the movie business. Uh, he wrote uh, After Earth, the M. Night Shyamalan Will Smith movie that nobody mm-hmm. liked. Yeah, I actually nope. thought that nobody. was kind of cool. Uh, there was some interesting stuff in it. Uh, but this is huge. This this is like... From now on, he goes to conventions and he signs things and he's, he wrote his ticket. Like... I, he won't even respond to Facebook messages anymore after this. You know, he's going to become he's an untouchable face. man. He's, he's Hollywood royalty now. It's incredible. Well,
1: okay, but getting back to Gareth Edwards, though. Yes,
0: he did direct Godzilla. Yeah. Competently.
1: He did, a, yes. Yes. You know what? His work, his role, I think, was fulfilled. He yeah. did a very good job because he is very good at what he does. Yes. Uh, he's already he cast proven Cast the that. right people. He, he did... Uh,
0: I mean Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't know if
1: we can but okay, but is that really on him the casting? Is it really on him? Yeah, he because decides
0: they, who's in his movie. Yeah. I know,
1: but there are people that are
0: No, no, he he works with a casting director, but he has the ultimate say on who is All right. in his film.
1: Okay, so we can get into this then. Uh ooh here's the thing, I'm kind of overseeing certain people that we've seen a Bryan lot of. Yeah. Yes. I do enjoy him as an actor, absolutely. But I feel like he's had his time in the sun, and he's
3: <laughs> he's
1: done now. Oh no! I, he, no, he needs he needs to just look. I love him dearly, but like he, he let's, needs let's remember progress. that I've he needs been a
0: vacation. Is what he
1: you're does. Saying. He deserves a vacation, wouldn't you say? He deserves the longest vacation. He deserves now. He he gets to hang out on whatever island he wants to buy and just hang out there now because he can do that. Yeah. I loved him as Dr. Tim Watley in Seinfeld, and I loved him in The Middle. I loved him Breaking Bad. But listen to all those television shows. Yeah. Those are all amazing. He's had a a fantastic career, and he's he's good now.
0: He's not used too much in the film, but you never forget that you're watching the guy that played Walter White. Exactly. Which I think works against. But you know what? These movie people and these TV people—they kind of they they don't breathe the same air. You know, it's like Mm. they don't pay attention to how much
1: how big they are in the TV world
0: yeah and they try to just use that as a catalyst for the casting
1: well I heard an interview with Gareth Edwards and he had said that he wanted Brian Cranston because um of his role in Malcolm in the Middle he didn't even think about Breaking Bad at all he he just loved how great he was as a comedic actor right and so he thought that because if you're a great comedic actor you can take those chops and you can make them into something serious you know
0: what I think you're right because if they had cast somebody that we didn't know so well and didn't know all the idiosyncrasies of his face and had all of these close-ups to kind of remember, and that was a... Because it's a showy role, Cranston's role. I know. And if it was someone that was just coming out, that, you know, coming up, Mm -hmm. that Edwards had found, like when he found Scoot McNary for Monsters, Mm -hmm. that would have been... Uh, added way more heart to that performance, and yeah. really been the underline for the whole film because right. Cranston's character is really the detective that uncovers this mystery of these. I know you know these beasts. You're right.
1: I know. Thank You're you. Right. Yeah. I no, but and I wanted. Aaron Taylor to.
0: Johnson could have been anybody. He He's could have been anyone.
1: Ooh, I don't know, I feel like he's not as good without that hair. <laughs> I he needs his kick ass hair to come back and I know he we can kick ass. He was fantastic but in kick ass. I wanted more of him there. This was
0: a different role. This was just the virtue role, the kind of boring role. It I, was
1: a boring I, role. I think for him. that
0: the thing that about this movie, about Godzilla, is that it's a little toothless. It's a beautiful movie. The the effects are incredible. But You're again, so it's like empty cities and empty buildings going down. You don't really see the carnage and there's no, and we've talked about this a little bit in our reviews already, yeah. but there's no real sense of, uh, uh, of um, f- like, f- real fear. Like, you, you, you get I, it once.
1: No, I feared, because the sound is also very, very good, yeah, yeah. and it gets you, like, before... Because when you hear that screech, yeah. when you hear it, you get terrified. Like, yeah. that's it. And that's where the fear came from. For me, it was the actual monsters, mm. not... From the people, like I didn't, I didn't feel fear for the humans involved. I didn't feel fear for their lives at all. They yeah. could have just been tossed away, and a lot of them were. And I didn't care. And that's sad. That's sad. I want to care about these people. I right. want, to, I want to feel connected to them and to these actors who are very good actors. But then there's also a mix of people that are just in there because they need to be in there. And the military I, shooting the at military this thing guys.
0: over and over but, again. And everybody uh, looks like they just sort of have accepted that there are giant monsters and you just got to shoot them. It's so
1: true. There was no, Oh my God, what is happening? Is this the end of the world? We should have
0: seen people poop in their pants. There should have been close-ups on lumps going right down the pants. Or at least people peeing their pants. And peeing. Yeah, for sure. Like in the... You're
1: right. There should have been more urine.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like this would have been, should have been the most frightening things they've ever seen. I, I think Jurassic Park nailed that though. Yes. And I think the reason why they did is that it wasn't just giant beasts. There was also tiny little monsters and creatures that were mm-hmm. just as scary, and I would argue that the raptors and the and the lizard spit, or the, the acid spitting dino, dinosaurs were even scarier than the T Rex. You know, and I think oh, that's yeah. the challenge with Godzilla is like, okay, he's going to topple some buildings. It's going to be a PG thing, so we're just not we're not going to really see him really squishing things or right. eating things. It's right. just going to be this, you know, you have to kind of use your suspension of disbelief to you put yourself into what would that be like right but you, you know you throw in that against alien or aliens and those movies are just unbelievably more terrifying right, like those exactly. are real monster movies and I yeah. don't know if it's because Godzilla has to sell toys or what maybe
1: but also that Godzilla is not after people
0: yeah He's kind of a. He's
1: not. He's not out to get us. Yeah. He's out to get the That's other. That's the other.
0: The other side of it, too. Right.
1: Exactly. You know? So. I mean, I
0: loved Pacific Rim, and for that, you yeah. know, because it delivered on the, the uh, cheeseball rah rah, you know, sort of, family-friendly quality of monsters, giant monsters, yeah. with this anime giant robot punching the giant monster thing, <laughs> and. Uh, it was also... I guess it wasn't scary. I think that was also a problem I had with it, too. It was also a little bit right, too. you want to have yeah. that fear. Yeah.
1: What? Well, oh.
0: But Jurassic Park scared the crap out of me.
1: I know. That was a
0: frightening film when I saw that. And, I like, why can't they nail but it you with felt, this stuff? But
1: you felt the fear with the actors as well. Like, I felt yes. terrified for them. In this, in Godzilla, I knew they were actors, and I knew they were just playing a role, right. and that was it for me. And, I, right. like, even the relationship with the family, like, Elizabeth Olsen, and I, I just... There no, was a family I there didn't that didn't that. click. It didn't click, and those are great actors. I just couldn't. I couldn't buy it. Yeah. Unfortunately, so I don't know. I don't what know how you much blame th- we can put on Gareth Edwards for that.
0: Yeah. Tell us what you thought of Godzilla. I'm excited that he's the director in Star Wars. I think that he's going to have a lot to uh, work with, a lot more to work with than just a giant monster with a huge licensing background. Right. Um, I think that his work on Monsters was better than his work on Godzilla because uh-huh. he had way less to work with and he right. made a more compelling film. And it was a more human film. Um, and that excites me that he's the person that's gonna be in charge of this new Star Wars thing. What do you think it's gonna be? Boba Fett, Yoda or Han-, Han Solo?
1: Why are you doing this to me? What do you think? I don't know. I well Those I would like to see more Han.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> who are they gonna cast wrong, But you as, know what people I mean, Han Boba Solo. Fett,
1: that'd be kinda cool. The I'd mystery like see, of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, the mystery of Boba Fett. That'd be really cool. I don't know who they... Okay, I'll tell you. Han Solo should be I'm <laughs> just teasing. This is a Taylor Kitsch. No, I'm just kidding.
0: The, the, <laughs> the- Taylor Kitsch
1: <laughs> I'm just teasing that would be all, all the, of my little oh
0: that would be the ultimate salvation for that guy you know <laughs> I know he keeps trying he, he, he keeps, keeps trying, keeps trying. He, keep, he keeps getting cast in these big movies I what know and Channing they keep Taylor. failing no what if what no if in the Han Solo's role stop it he's oh, already taking man. over
1: Gambit and that is it like that is it for me and that okay, guy
0: okay I'm gonna say something that may be heresy to a whole bunch of people here okay what because and, and to me too just the thought of it uh-oh okay uh, and I, I don't even know this guy's full name, Nicholas something. Okay, I started to think about uh, Indiana Jones, because I often do. He's my favorite character. He, Yeah. And Han Solo. <laughs> you're
1: walking to work, you're thinking about Indiana, I know.
0: Right, Han Solo, I'm going to Indy. Right. But I, I thought if they go back into that well, no pun intended, and they, <laughs> they build more Indiana Jones movies and they have to start young, uh-huh. who would they get to recast? Okay. And he's not really that young, but I think he would be... A suitable replacement. He has to work on the accent a little bit because he definitely has to sound American. What? Um, the King Slayer from Game of Thrones. I think he would be uh, J- Jamie Lannister. I think I- Nicholas, whatever his name is.
1: You really?
0: I think he would be a pretty cool Indiana Jones.
1: But he's not American. No, I know he's, he's not American.
0: American. he would have to kind of lose it all. But I, like, out of all you know of the actors, who? Actions, it should be? who?
1: Josh Hartnett. Shut <laughs>
0: up! No! I hate this game. That just stabbed I'm me in the just heart. Kidding. He, I'm he just teasing. He I'm
1: teasing. I'm teasing, but he does look, play a great cowboy. But look at the arc that Lannister, Jamie
0: Lannister has had to have in this yeah. thing. Apart from the creepy sex with his sister stuff.
1: That was messed up!
0: Look at the stuff that he's had to do. He's had to really show a human being under all of that arrogance and yes. all of that swagger... What do people say? Are they you like, do they want to kill yeah. me right now? Are people offended by that? Or because I, I, think. How do,
1: how do people feel about Josh? Because I'm did? always
0: in my mind thinking, who would I cast as? My favorite people. People are Ben uh, Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> ben Affleck. Yeah. Casey Affleck.
2: Um, nope. people are kind of asking a lot of different questions. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Nobody cares about Taylor Kitsch or Josh to games? Hartnett. No. Yeah, they're they're going to go back to games. I just had oh, a okay. question, yeah. and I lost who asked it. I think it was Nit Kid. I don't know how to say it. Okay. That. Okay. Um, Hola. Uh, what was the most recent game that you guys finished, and why you put the oh, effort into finishing it?
0: Okay. Uh, Selling Batman for Victor Lucas. Yeah, Cold Cold Heart, the uh, the DLC for that uh, very very recent. Um, I because we just reviewed it. The
1: latest it. one for me was Monument Valley on iOS.
0: That, that's, um, you can't put that game down. No, you so, can't. You have to just so play it from beginning to end. It's fantastic. Yeah. I beat Infamous and then wanted to do more things in Infamous. Well,
1: you wanted to go back and be bad in Infamous, yeah, right? Because you were good and then...
0: And the, but I hadn't gotten to all of the uh, DHCP or I forget the name of the, the, the yeah. towers and all that stuff, but I was really having a blast in that game. I thought that was super fun.
1: I know. I still need to go back to it and finish it. Yeah. I, I don't, honestly, I don't finish a lot of games, unfortunately. I wish I could, but... I just don't.
0: They, I don't. Uh, we get as far as we possibly can into these things, and Until then we the communicate about them, and then, and, and then we get assigned and the next, next damn thing. Yeah,
1: we I consume did, a I lot. I mean, I finished
0: Assassin's Creed, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh my
1: God. Uh, you finished Grand Theft Auto V? Yeah. yeah.
0: Five. wow. Yeah.
1: Holy crap. I,
0: I, I, I finished That's amazing. quite a bit. I finished quite a bit.
1: Assassin's Creed is friggin' huge.
0: Yeah, I finished quite a bit, but uh, it's uh, it may not be... You know, a week after these things come. I don't know, like, people just hardcore through all of these things. I don't
1: uh, know. I'm going to wait to see how long it takes you to get through Watch Dogs.
0: Yeah. I'm, it's it's a little overwhelming to think that I'm going back into another huge open world experience. Because Infamous I beat as well. So that's three huge open world games. that. Uh, so... But I know I'm going to get sucked up, and I can't wait to play it. I'm excited as hell. <laughs> I have You know, I beat Mario Kart a couple of times, passing through all of the different tracks a couple of times. Do you
1: times. know what I've been thinking about, though, a What's lot? That? And I want to go back. Uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. Animal Crossing New Leaf. Uh, I feel like I've neglected my town for there's a no very long there's time. There's no
0: end to that game, though, is there's there?
1: There's no end. No, no, no. no. Yeah. But I want to go back to it. Just, there's certain games you just want to live in.
0: Totally. You know? Yeah. And
1: I feel like it's just a nice little...
0: I'm... I'm uh, I'm playing Batman: Arkham City again on hard uh, on the PC, you're. and it's it's a tough game. And Do it's you feel amazing. even more
1: like Batman when oh, you're playing yeah. it on hard? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't wait for Arkham Knight. All right, what else <laughs> we got? Uh, we also have a question about Edward
2: Wright leaving Ant Man. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. just
0: happened today too. What a week, man! So much yeah. new. Oh, and the title for Batman. Uh, V Superman is, uh, is Dawn Batman of Justice. Is Batman
1: Victor Superman?
0: <laughs> yeah, V stands for Victor. Yep. I think we should start that. <laughs> That's going to be a as rumor. A hashtag. Okay, sure. Uh, no, but uh, uh, Edgar Wright leaving Ant-Man. That's crazy. Uh, I want
1: to know what these differences were. I would really love to know what these creative differences were. And well, who should I side with? I, I want to side right. with Wright.
0: Mm-hmm. Marvel knows what Wright. it's doing I with its movies. As is well, evidenced...
1: In most of the movies, well, so we'll far. see
0: after Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, but out of the movies that they're making, yeah. they're doing a pretty damn good job, right? And I, I've heard that they don't put up with a lot because mm. they have a lot of control, and a lot of power. I've heard that they don't spend tons of dough, but they put they do back end deals with a lot of their people.
1: What do you know of Edgar Wright's temperament?
0: Well, I my and I tweeted this already. I don't know if everybody's seen this, but uh, I think that. Edgar Wright is working with Disney now because Disney's owned by Marvel, right. I think that Edgar Wright is an excellent candidate for one of the other standalone Star Wars movies. So the second I read that, that was huh. the first thought that popped into my head. He'll either be announced as the director for the second or the third Star Wars movie. Woo so
1: what okay, what?
0: Oh, uh, I'm not you cutting somebody? you
1: off. No, no, I uh, no question. Yeah. I was just like, waiting for you guys. I'm coming at you, Josh. I'm coming after you. Yeah, so, yeah
2: this is why I'm scared. If you watch <laughs> the sweat coming down from me right now. Um, it was G Nicholas asked, uh, "What franchise do you guys want to reboot for?"
0: Uh, reboot. I don't know if I. That's what I want. I don't know if I, I. Well, what I do want to happen is I want Rare to go back to making games that I care about. I definitely want that. Uh, to I happen.
1: think they're going to have to because Connect is.
0: Yes. And that's honestly, that's going to be a good thing. Because I feel like, and I've said this a million times, but I feel like we've learned how to use two thumbsticks and a bunch of buttons. It's taken us a long time to get comfortable and acclimated with that. We still have to train millions more people to get comfortable and acclimated with that. And now we're throwing motion controls and VR headsets and all kinds of other stuff into the mix.
1: So crazy.
0: And it's cool. I love all of this new technology and these toys, but we just are starting to get good at... Dual thumbstick you know uh, controls of characters and doing all kinds of amazing things like that and Assassin's Creed is a good representation of that Batman's a good assassin's uh, yeah, a good representation of that
3: mm-hmm.
0: so I feel like uh, uh, it was ridiculous that that Microsoft made rare one of the best and most prolific game companies in the second generation of or third generation I guess second generation of yeah of awesome stuff when they were owned by Nintendo. Um, I know. This novelty company that just made a bunch of uh, quirky, gimmicky things that nobody really cared
1: about. They've lost their whole
0: cred and their audience and all of that. I know, and
1: but then for Xbox to abandon Kinect yes, um, put it aside like that just make, made me feel so sad for those guys.
0: Yes, and Harmonix as well. And
1: Harmonix. Oh, my God, and Harmonix is trying to make a comeback here. Yeah. And they got kicked right in the teeth.
0: Well, they just made their Kickstarter. But if I want to so. reboot, I want to see... Um, some of those rare Jet Force Gemini would be amazing. I would love to see a new Jet Force Gemini on Xbox one. That would be incredible salvation for that company and an, a great surprise. Um, but I have to say something about this because okay. nostalgia is rampant in our business You're right kidding. now. And, um,
1: so no more reboots. I,
0: I, yeah. I mean, we're getting a lot of collected sets and, and, yeah. uh, it's, I, I feel like it's undoing, the potential of, you know, the imagination of these developers. Right. I feel like us revisiting and celebrating the past so much
3: mm-hmm.
0: is uh, is doing more harm than good, and I right. feel like it's time to to give us some new concepts and new ideas and stuff. What's okay. up?
2: Okay. We All have right. uh, ten times the viewers right now than we normally do so. on live stream. Yeah, wow! that's Twitch
0: that's, that's awesome. awesome thank you everybody thanks for, much for watching. That's, but thanks to all the people that have, cool. have been
1: watching forever because yeah. you guys are freaking awesome yes do appreciate it um, but I feel like okay hold on one second how long have we gone for now we, oh, because the they, we tend to
2: it's 4.05 right now so oh see
1: yeah <laughs> it's,
0: it's time to wrap it yeah, up yeah
1: because I always feel okay that's fine we, have, we can uh, talk about we, this stuff forever why don't though. we have
0: one more question is there yeah. another, one more question yeah
2: the only one I remember, and I don't know who it's from. I need paper. I'm sorry. Yep. I'll write it down next paper, time. Paper. Um, that, that's kicking it old school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paper or something of the sort. Uh, will you guys replay The Last of Us on PS4?
0: Damn right I will. I just said my thing that? about nostalgia. but I know. And You know what? I, I'm, I'm really worried about it. And I think Batman, if I keep saying it, I should how just many, get a slap do, when I say can Batman.
1: Can we do a Batman count for Victor Lucas? But for how I, many times?
0: Here's what I was worried about. I was worried that we're going to go into the c 3 and this would have been the fourth or fifth E3 where The Last of Us was the most exciting game. I know, you know. I know.
1: It was so big last year but it was it had already come out. And I, yeah. But
0: I, I think the remastered edition is going to be phenomenal. I mean, Naughty Dog is an incredible Of course it's going to be phenomenal. But we get to see Battlefront for from uh, EA, the new Star Wars Battlefront. There'll be teases of what's coming up there. Yes. Uh, next week's going to be nuts because I think this is it, right? Like we.
1: Well, there's going to be a lot of embargoes lifting yes, uh, next week, so we're going to find out a lot of stuff that's coming.
0: And a lot of rumors and a lot of stuff is going to be hitting in the next little while. Incredible. I, 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 we didn't talk about the, the Batfleck costume.
1: Oh, my God. Which Another is amazing. Another reason to talk about Batman. <laughs> yes. It was amazing.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not convinced yet. We've got to see this guy move and act and say some things, but that design... Wow, and I saw somebody had reddited, uh, on Reddit, they had uh, colored the image. Cause, uh, yes, I saw
1: that too. It really Apparently it, really it was good.
0: taken on a black and white, uh, with a black and white camera. Uh-huh. It looks incredible. I'm so excited. I know, Victor yeah. Lucas.
1: My God, yes, so Batman. Excited. It's gonna be amazing. Batman. Jesus Christ, we're gonna have yeah. a Batman week. <laughs> expected on EPN. It's gonna be just Batman she's, everywhere. He's
0: only been here a few months. I she's, no. Yeah, I, already, the thing uh,
1: is, the thing is that I I dig on Batman. I love him. He's yes. one of my favorite superheroes oh, ever. Sorry, Josh. But
0: okay. Okay. high five. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's okay. awesome.
1: All right, but Victor Lucas, you're starting to ruin it for me.
0: Oh, really? So saying, saying it too much. Yes. Yeah. What? I've waited a long time. Okay, for all of this Batman (laughs) stuff, you know, I've been a a fan forever. I once petitioned our our local city TV station; they weren't even called city TV to uh, to put the Batman Adam West TV show on. I got a bunch of signatures and sent them into the to the TV station.
1: It's really bad,
0: and they never played it. You
1: can watch it on Netflix now, and it is freaking hilarious. it
0: It was awful but I was a kid and I, I wanted Batman on okay well
1: bust out the shark repellent this yes. weekend uh, for you Americans having a long weekend enjoy yourselves
0: yes really
1: and uh, go see
0: go see X-Men, X-Men. Uh, you gotta wait a little bit longer for Mario Kart and Watch Dogs yeah we'll, sorry we'll have reviews of Watch Dogs that's next soon. week though
1: so you need to get consume all the stuff this weekend because once that stuff comes out next week
0: what should people play
1: Right now? Yeah. Uh, um, probably Transistor.
0: Transistor?
1: Because they haven't played Talking that yet. Oh, you know what? Um, more indie love, Always Sometimes Monsters on the PC. Um, that just came out too. So Cool. Yeah, indie love.
0: Indie love? Before the big
1: games come out. And right? if you
0: haven't played Infamous Rad, there's it new DLC for Titanfall. Everybody Fall, which knows I'm gonna, about that. I'm check out this weekend. Uh, things are getting good. It's going to get crazy. really exciting in a couple of weeks at E3.
1: So thanks for watching.
0: Yeah, you guys rock. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Vic's Basement. We didn't describe Damn. the uh, the stuff that well. We'll do better with our audio. Uh, okay.
1: Just know of that the things. Saskatoon mug is off the chain. Woo!
0: Saskatoon <laughs> and Stitcher. Stitcher. Thanks for watching, Bye. everybody.